0: The path doesn't have to be straight. We have a Before lot more
1: information. You can that we your job is to have an to know why to go. Value courage.
2: You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson.
3: Today, we are back with Elisa, our talent specialist career coach extraordinaire. And we are talking (laughs) when to walk away from a work environment and acknowledging how scary that can be when that time comes. So Elisa, take it away. Initial thoughts. When to walk
1: away. What are some red flags? I think number one is when you're not excited about your job anymore, when you're not excited about the the role, the, the the scope of your responsibilities, and you feel personally not challenged in what you're doing. I think that that's the first thing that comes to my mind. And I think that that can have a lot of layers in and of itself, where you're at in your life and Does the current job that you do align with what you want? Um, Have you been in a role for the past three years and you haven't had a promotion and there's no opportunity for growth, Um, which are also two other reasons to walk away in terms of uh, upward mobility and growth? And um, has the scope of the role changed? Or have you not had a promotion since you started? Alignment is so key, because
0: if you don't feel aligned with the place that you're spending most of your waking hours, you're not going to do your best work. Alignment is the key word. Anytime that I've had a pivot
3: in job, it has been very, very clear that my values and my vision for progress, either within the company or to grow the company, was just not there uh, on a mutual
1: uh, landscape. So 100% agree with you, Sue. I think that that leads into probably one of my other thoughts around why people are when when somebody's ready to walk away is I think when you know it's not the space for you anymore, it might not be aligned. It can become toxic. It can be, become a toxic situation, whether it's self-perpetuated because you know you want to get out of the situation or You've had conversations with your boss um, about upward mobility or changing the scope of your role or shifting out of your current role, and perhaps they're not open or that's not an option for whatever reason. But I think that when you sit in in a space where you are not challenged, it leads to unhappiness and you feel like you're just kind of wasting your time and wasting your life. And um, it, it can become toxic for you personally. So then for anybody who feels
0: like they're getting to that point, what are some practical ways or things that you need to think about to get your ducks in a row before you, you leave?
1: I think that acceptance is key, accepting that that's where you are at and that you recognize that the time has come for you to move on. Um, Not everybody could just walk away from a job. And I think it's getting very clear. Maybe it's setting a timeline of you give yourself, you know, three to six months to within the job and then working on your resume and then starting to apply for positions. Maybe you say by the end of this year, I want to be out of this role. Um, So setting a realistic timeline. Again, we've talked so much between here and our clubhouse conversations about networking. Start having conversations within your network, putting that bug in people's ear that you're looking for your next opportunity. You're starting to have these initial conversations because somebody could have an opportunity at their company or hear something or read something on social media and say, hey, you know, I know you had mentioned that you're looking to to pivot out of your role. I just came across this. This might be a great opportunity for you. And then I also think that it's also sitting with the reasons why you want to leave, recognizing what it is that you want from your next role, and also getting clear as to is it really that I want to leave the company or is it that I, I want a new position? I, I want a promotion. I want more responsibilities. Because that could be coming up with, you know, almost like a, a one-sheeter, if you will, of all of the things that you've done in your current role and having a conversation with your boss, essentially selling yourself as to why you're ready for that next step or coming with solutions as to how you could potentially showcase Um, more of your skill set that's also going to challenge you. So if you know that there's a project that you're working on, be proactive and take steps to maybe go to your boss and say, hey, we're working on this. I would love to take charge of this particular piece. Um, So I think it's, it's accepting where you're at and knowing you're ready to move on and recognizing where you want to go next, whether it's completely leaving the company or... Trying to figure out a way to stay within the company, but really bring your assets to the table. I love that, Elisa. And I love what you brought up as far
3: as giving the company the benefit of the doubt, even if you're at your wits' end and you know that you've come to this like fork in the road, allowing them the opportunity to say, hey, wait like, I want to take this, you say, I want to take this piece on on this project and seeing how they react to your motivation and your passion for wanting to to stay one with the company and to do something different and expand your role. Um, I also think it's a it's a huge, an, well, an additional red flag or affirmation, if it's not received in that way.
1: Absolutely. And it, it to your point, it reaffirms Maybe it was the thing that pushed your decision over the edge. Maybe that is what you needed to recognize, yeah, this isn't the place for me. When is it
0: appropriate to negotiate a severance package? Uh, Is it always a possibility,
1: no matter what your role? How do you know how to broach that question? So the severance package, it's a little bit tricky, and I think it also depends on the size of the company I think having an open, transparent conversation about level setting expectations, trying to figure out solutions is an, a great start to open up that conversation. And then, you know, maybe there's a time frame that's by this time, let's see how these steps are executed. Let's see what we what resolution we come up with and see how we're both feeling in three to six months. And, you know, I think if a company is a part of a merger and there's organizational changes, that's an open time to raise your hand. Hey, if if there are going to be layoffs in this area, I raise my hand. But it depends on a size of a company, if a company can handle a mass layoff. And then each state is different, right? So, you know, we've talked a lot about New York and California being very much for the employee. There's a lot of laws that protect the employees because you live in two states that are very much gig economy states. So I think understanding what the laws are within the state that you might be working in. I love the fact that you mentioned timeline. I think that that's um,
3: really important, especially at at the forefront of this, like, do I walk away journey? Because it gives you time to prepare, maybe put money away. Because as we know, searching for a job can be a full-time job at times. Having a timeline really does help.
0: And I have a question related to timeline. How much notice is appropriate? Is it two weeks
1: or should it be longer than that? Uh, What is your recommendation? I am a big believer in the two-week. I think that that's fair. Um, I think that if you're working with a company that um you might be working on a, a really big project and you're about to walk away and leave in the middle of, of this and haven't met the deadlines or whatever, I think coming up with even like a a 30-day is is completely fair. I think having those conversations with the manager when you determine you're you're ready to leave and, and you're gonna give your notice. If you if you feel like you want to work beyond two weeks, but two weeks is fair. Just to highlight some of the key takeaways that we've discussed here is when to walk away, number one, when it's not in alignment with what you want to be doing, or when it's not fulfilling you, when it's not in line with where you want to go next. Also, if it becomes a toxic situation, if it's affecting your mental and physical health, and also creating a timeline that makes sense for your situation. Give yourself a specific deadline as to when you want to have your resume ready to go out the door, when you hope to have a job and be able to give notice to your current employer. Or on the flip side, if you have a conversation with your current boss to see if you can continue to still stay with the company, if you love the company that you're working for, set up a timeline as to how you can take on more responsibility and chat and create challenges for yourself that may keep you in the role and and help you get that promotion. Um, So I think a timeline and realistic expectations, whether you're looking to leave the company or whether you want to stay and try to position yourself in a different role within the company.
3: Thank you so much, Alisa. These were great tips. Don't forget to like, comment,
0: and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds. That's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. And we want to give a special thanks to Florence Lumsden, our associate producer for the We Get Real AF podcast. You can find Flo on LinkedIn at Florence Lumsden, L-U-M-S-D-E-N, or at her website, danceandflowproductions.com. That's D-A-N-C-I-N-F-L-O Productions. We'll meet
3: you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.